Welcome to Xanadu Gallery's Red Dot Podcast. I'm Jason Horsch, owner of Xanadu Gallery, publisher of Red Dot Blog, and your host for this podcast. This is episode 15, and today I have an interview with uh, New Jersey artist Tom Reeves. This is a follow-up to last week's podcast. Um, Those of you who listened will remember that I talked about reaching out to past collectors, collectors who maybe have fallen a bit off the radar and with whom you haven't been in contact for some time for whatever reason, and and just trying to re- fire up that uh, that connection with your past customers. And I shared the podcast and got some comments back. And one of the comments, uh, Tom's comment, um, was, was really interesting. He shared briefly a story about reconnecting with a past collector and kind of the, uh, the amazing results that came from that. And I knew as soon as I read that, uh, uh, that comment that I needed to hear more of this story, and and I wanted to share that with you. So I've invited Tom to join me on this week's podcast. Welcome, Tom. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Jason. It's great to be here. So I thought before we uh, before we get into that story, let's let's give listeners just a little bit of um, background about you. How did you become an artist? Uh, well, I just like a lot of other artists, um, I've been doing art since I was a kid, um, but I never really thought that I was going to actually pursue it until high school um, when I decided to go to art school. And in art school, I, you know, you learn a lot in art school. And um, in my second year, I decided on the style that uh that really stuck out to me. And it was posters. I really fell in love with poster art. I didn't start my actual career until uh, until years later, but I fell in love with poster art at that time. And later on, I started to paint in that um, style. For the listeners, I'll share some images of Tom's work on the uh, podcast page on our website and, and, and a link to Tom's website. But what what drew you to this style? It's a very bold, graphical, you know, obviously inspired by uh, by, by posters. But what what uh, what what inspired that initial interest in that style and the subject matter? There was a an artist, a poster artist in the 1920s named A. M. Cassandre, and he was a French artist. Um, and in the second year of my college. Um, one of our professors brought in his work and it was just the boldness and the color of his work and that it was a mixture of an image and a word, um, usually in French. I didn't understand what it said, but, you know, it, it was just something that really hit me. And when when I saw his work, I said, that is what I want to do. You know? So that that's what that's what drew me to it. And you mentioned that uh, it was later on that you really started pursuing it more seriously. So what, what was your career path out of school? Um, I did a lot of different things. I waited tables. Um, I didn't go right into, into um, art. Um, it, was, it was rough at the time. But then I eventually ended up in a sign company. And I did that for about six years while living in New York. 
Um, it was a neon sign company, and I actually really enjoyed that. And then after that, I um, did some freelance work doing mechanicals, and you know, it was all when handwork was done before the computer, um, and just little little jobs like that. And I eventually lost my job in New York and ended up moving back to New Jersey. And, um, and, and then it was, it was difficult for a few years, you know, and then I worked in retail and I never, I hadn't gotten around to getting my art career started up again until two year 2000. Um, and I mean, it took me a long time to get it together. You, you know what? Um, I, I take that back. It was 1996 when I started actually doing my art again, but it wasn't until 2000 that I started selling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was going to be my next question. Um, you know, how did you start showing and sharing your work and, and um, you know, start to get those sales? I have to say I've really been fortunate um, and had a lot of opportunities. Um, the first time I, I showed my work, this was when I was doing pen and ink drawings. I used to work in black and white. And I happened to be in New Hope, Pennsylvania. And I had work with me um, in the car. And a new gallery was opening. And I just walked in to look at what they had. And I got talking to the gallery owner. And he said, oh, well, show me some of your work. And I said, well, you know, I just happened to have some in the car. And um, he, he, you know, I showed it to him. And he said, well, would you like to be part of our gallery? I said, sure. You know, and I actually started showing there. I didn't get any sales while I was there um, doing my black and white work. Um, I think it was priced a bit too high, you know, and he gave me the, the, uh, the lowdown on how people look at art, like oil painting at the top and water, watercolors a little lower and, you, you know, yeah. um, that people, how people will pay for art. Um, but, but after that, I seemed to, I guess, hobnob with, with certain people in my city. And I found another gallery owner and um, she liked my work and they just invited me to be part of their gallery too. And that's when I started making sales. And that was when I started doing my poster work in 2000. And so at some point, um, you, you made a sale to uh, th this client that you mentioned in your comment on the podcast last week. And, and tell us kind of how that relationship started, how you revived it after it had gone dormant. I actually opened my first studio in 2001, and um, it was in a building with that was filled with other artists so it was like a just a big creative hub and we started having first Fridays where people would just come through and and look at all the different um, studios and artists and while I was there um, a woman came walking in and she actually was attracted by a scarf I had my, my sister used to make silk scarves and she was attracted by a scarf and um, so she purchased the scarf first, um, and I'm, I'm trying to remember this, if she came back a second time or if it was on that particular first time. I think it was the first time she came in and she liked my artwork. 
And she saw this one particular piece and she's, I remember her saying, I'd like to buy that. Hmm. And I sold it to her, you know, and of course um, you did. <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it was early on and I was having a lot of success with, with my paintings. Um, it, it was, it kind of came on in a flood, really. I had um, started a new series that was was inspired by my city. And I think a lot of people that lived here in the city um, were really intrigued by it. And, and that's where the sales started coming from. People that uh, people started buying it, that series. Uh, but um, I didn't really keep in touch with her after that. Years went by, and I happened to, to bump into her daughter at one point. Um, this is probably about seven, eight years later, and she saw me, and she said, you're the guy that painted the, the painting in our dining room. And I said, well, wow, yeah, you remember me? And she said, yes. And I think she told her mother about me um, at that point. And, but another couple of years went by, and um, I... I don't remember what it was that that got me to thinking about reconnecting with my previous um, buyers, but I decided to get back in touch with her. And so I wrote a handwritten note because I know that um, handwritten notes and mail just really mean something to people, you know, in this age of just email, you know. Um, and she was, she wrote me a note back through the mail and she said she was so excited that I had sent her, you know, I got back in touch with her and sent her a note and, um, she said she would like to come to my studio and see my work now. So we set up a time and, uh, she came and, um, she looked at, uh, all through my work and she ended up buying two pieces. And I took them to her house and installed them. Uh, we actually installed them together. You know, it was great. Um, and let me see. We got to talking about patronage and the patronage of the Medici's during the Renaissance. And she said, I always wanted to, to be a patron of the arts. And I don't know how the conversation went exactly but she she ended up offering to pay my rent at my at my art studio. And I said, yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. Um, and now that that relationship has gone on for about three years now. Wow. And it's, you know, it's really wonderful, you know, and I said, you, you know, it's really worth connecting with your, you know, your previous clients if, if you get something like that out of it, you know. Yeah, it's a, that's amazing. And and so, um, you know, now that you've entered into this relationship where she really has become your benefactor and, and patroness, does she, um, I mean, do you have pretty frequent communication with her or, um, you know, what's the relationship like now? It's not really frequent. I mean, I'd say uh, once every two months or so, you know, I'll send her a note and just I'll keep thanking her for you know, sending, you know, sending me money into a bank account, you know, um, because I'm really grateful for it. I, I really, really am. And it, it helps a lot, you know. Um, but I have to say that we have become kind of friend, you know, friends 
Um, even though it's only every two months, but she'll, um, you know, she'll come by sometimes and we'll sit and talk about what I'm working on. I mean, I had a painting that I was doing at one point and I had a, um, it was, it was called Trento wrap turbans. It's on my website and I had the, uh, it's a face of a man and he was wearing uh, a pearl earring and I painted it white and she said, you can't do that. You know, she said, my eye goes right to that white pearl earring, you know, and, and it was something that I hadn't thought about, you know, I probably would have gotten to it eventually, but she, you know, she said that that's not working, you know? So, you know, I felt really free taking her, you know, criticism, you know, and it, and it has gotten to that kind of thing where I feel very comfortable with her. Um, and, you know, she she saw a painting I had at, at um, a, show, a show at my studio two years ago, and she bought it, and I gave her a really good price on it. And then, you know, um, last year, I told her I would like to do something for her. So I said, I, would, I will give you a painting, you know, um, come in and choose whatever you want. And um, she came in, and she couldn't decide. Um and then later I had posted something on my website and she said, that's the one I want, you know? So, you know, I, I still have it. So she has to come and pick it up, but you know, she, she's decided which one she wanted. Um, but it's, it's, it's a great relationship, you know, and I, I want to take her out to dinner now. I'm just, you know, so thankful for yeah. all that she's done, you know? Certainly, as as I've had the experience of working with um, many art collectors and, and over the years, um, you know, a, a lot of art buyers see something that they like. Um, you know, it, it strikes a chord in them, and and they make the purchase, and they're happy with that art. They're happy to know a little bit about the artist, and then they go on with their lives, and that's kind of the the end of the story. Um, but but there are these people, these collectors out there who really have a, a deep affinity for, um, you know, not only the art world and, and art, but, but for individual artists. And they feel like they can make a, a contribution by supporting these artists. Now, most of the time when, when I'm involved in a scenario like this, it's that they're continually uh, purchasing pieces that, that come out by the artist. But what an amazing example um, that you have of, of you know, a, a, true traditional um, instance of, of patronage in the very best sense of the word to have someone um, be able to come in and, and support. And I'm, I'm confident that, uh, you know, it, it's probably one of her favorite expenses to take care of because it's something that, uh, you know, that she's, she's truly enjoying and that she knows is, is being a benefit to, to you and, uh, and to your art career. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I, I have to say something because this is uh it's really a part of me as an artist. I have bipolar illness and the a, a relative of hers has bipolar illness as well. And the large painting, I think I had written that it was, you know, I had $4,000, you know, that she purchased from me was something that, um, that I painted out of, my experience with bipolar illness and she saw the connection between her loved one and what I was going through. And that is what drew her to that piece. And that's actually why she bought it. 
So I thought that was just, uh, I, I just think that's great. You know, there, how when you put yourself into your work, that's what draws people. And those connections can happen on so many different levels. And, you know, I think uh, th- that's what I love about this business and about to being involved with art is that you really are, um, you know, you as an artist are communicating with people at a very uh, deep, primal, sometimes emotional level with with the artwork that you're creating and enriching their lives in, in very important, very real ways, both in terms of, of them having a piece of artwork in their home that they can enjoy, but also of having had that experience of, you know, having having met the artist and talked to the artist, and in this case, having built such a, a deep and and uh, ongoing relationship with you. It's just, it, it's an awesome story, and I think it should be an inspiration to artists everywhere um, to strive to, to uh, you know, encourage and, and engender those kinds of, of relationships. And of course, you had to be, uh, you know, you had to be in a position where you had a studio and, and had those opportunities to, to meet people. And it's not going to happen with every single collector, but, um, you know, you've got to be in a position where you're giving those collectors the opportunity to meet you and, and to see your work. Right, right. And so, uh, what uh, what's on your uh, your your easel right now, and what's uh, what are kind of your ambitions for the uh, the future of your career? I had my main body of work happened to be this Trento series, um, and I've worked on it for years, but I found that I have to expand my horizons, and I have to do works that will appeal to a larger group of people. Um, but I like to have words in my paintings. And since my the gist of my work is bringing people joy and uplifting people, I decided to make some poster style works that say joy in French, in, in, which is joie. And um, so I'm doing a series called joie, just a whole bunch of different happy people um, in paintings. That's that's the big series I'm working on right now. And I also have a painting that I'm doing that I've worked on for, um, it's been at least five years that I don't know what I'm doing with it. I'm just struggling <laughs> with it back and forth. And it's just sitting there on, on the floor and I look at it all the time and, and uh, go back into it and, and stop and look at it again. You know, it, it's just something that I'll finish at some point. But those are the big things on my project right now. Well, Tom, thank you so much for uh, for for uh, hopping on and uh, sharing that story. And and like I say, um, you know, I hope it's an inspiration to look for those those opportunities because uh, you know we we are fortunate to be uh, in a business where the people that we interact with are doing something purely for the joy of doing it, um, looking at art and acquiring artwork. And um, to be a part of that is just just so special. And I, I know that, uh, you know, many of those relationships, those, those collector-artist relationships can blossom into a deep, ongoing, long-lasting friendship. And, and so I would encourage everyone who's listening to, to look for those opportunities and to make those opportunities. Thanks so much, Tom. Thank you, Jason. It's been a real pleasure, and I'm really honored that you'd asked me to to spend this time with you. 
Yeah, it's been fun and, and fun getting to know you. And and again, I would encourage uh, listeners to uh, go to the, if you're listening to this on a podcatcher site or iTunes or something, uh, be sure and hop over to www.red.blog.com. And I know there are a lot of dots in that. The, the, the middle one is spelled out. It's R-E-D-D-O-T blog.com and go to our podcast section you'll see tom's interview there and we have images of his artwork and a link to tom's website which tom what is that website just in case someone wants to go directly there it's www.tomreeves.com that's t-h-o-m-r-e-a-v-e-s.com thank you for joining us and again uh, thanks to our listeners we'll look forward to seeing you in the next podcast Take care, everyone.